Now leaving Nerdist.com. You recording? Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Jonah. All new. All new. Season four. Season, season 4.5. Six. See, congrats, congratulations to us. We got picked up for more episodes <laughs> of Jonah Radio. Bored on a weekend. <laughs> to be honest, we were bored during the week yeah. and just couldn't make it work. No. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, welcome to it. A new episode of Jonah Radio. Um, here's a theme song. That's uh, it's Jonah Radio. Oh no, by Chase Pagan. Uh, you know that build up, that build up though. Boy oh, boy oh boy, could I wanted a mosh part to go up in that part. Yeah, that build up and then that. Oh, here we go. And then you just the chug, the chug and the halftime and the mosh and the hey hey. I'm too old for it now. Oh, too old for the chug and the mosh and the hey hey. I'll still try. I give it. I, you know, once a year I end up getting into one and then you you're hurt for about two and a half months and then and i then, remember and then yeah and then there's about four months of remembering and then you're back ready to try it yeah again. yeah it was uh i i do it is nice though it is like you know it is also kind of a hard thing to talk to you know squares about of just being like it's like yeah moshing is great it's a lot of fun yeah it's uh and it's you know it's really as uh it is you know, punk rock, as much as I love listening to it, it can really, it's like, it's, you know, it's 10 times better when you can feel it with a crowd. Yeah. And, and, and it just makes me think of like all those looking back on it now, it's just like, it was a weird opportunity to touch people, like to use your sense of touch in a time where you, you got did. the weird part, right? Yeah. Cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, oh, it's, you know, did I tell you that I used Kuita now um, in the Mystery Science Theater tour? Um, there was a joke for Ega where it's like the main guy, Arch Hall Jr., is like, it's like he's trying to cool off. He has this thing, like a, a canister that looks like a flask, a big flask, you know, like for water uh, in his truck. And then like uh, he like takes a sip of it, but then like it's in the desert. So he's like pouring it on his body. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the joke I, I wrote for it was... Uh, it's uh, what was this guy gonna light himself on fire in protest? And then I go, quit it now. And then Hampton was better at the quit it now, so he started doing it. Then me and uh, Tim Ryder, who was doing servo for the tour, just start going, wow, wow, chicka, wow, wow, puka, dicky, puka. That's great. Yeah, that was a, uh, was, it was, it was just such a, just like dumb. And there, I also put in a, uh, a Rammstein. There was like a joke. Every time, like we, like you know, I would always give a riff that was in there, like three shows. Yeah. If it yeah. didn't work, I would th- try and think of a new one. And there was one in Ego where someone's driving like in the dark, 
uh, or no, no, sorry. It's the first, it's the first shot, like after the opening credits of, uh, Ega and it's like, it's like a city street and you see like, uh, Oasis men's shop, like sign kind of lighting up in the background, but everything's really dark. Like it's a poorly made movie uh-huh. and, uh, they didn't, they didn't hose down those streets. I'll tell you that much. No, no. Yeah. Uh, for those, bone. for those of you know, uh, night shoots, you got to hose down those streets. So the camera's able to pick up where, uh, the street it's, is. Yeah. Yeah. It's glistens. Yeah. It glistens. Look at him. Watch movies. You'll notice that, uh, yeah. streets are always, always wet. Always wet. When did they figure that out? Like, gotta 70s? be in the black. No, gotta be in the black and white days. No. Yeah, really. You Touch think of so? evil. Was that all? Uh, yeah. All right. I guess so. Uh, but either way, so it's like uh, the the riff like uh, was originally like, uh, and that's the that's the night that the lights kind of went down out in Georgia. Or, you know that song. And then uh, and then, yeah, I didn't get too much. And so I my new uh, the riff I threw was uh, darkness imprisoning me. <laughs> all that I see uh, Nelson's Oasis men's shop. <laughs> But you know, and then it was always it was always nice, like because like you know, you different towns, yeah, <laughs> different towns would have different reactions to it, and like you you know, of course a lot of a lot of men laughing at that one <laughs> in the audience. Uh, but uh, that was a uh, that was I'm not sure why I went on the tangent. Oh, quit it now yeah. came out. But quit yeah, yeah, the, the moshing and the touching. Yeah, um, it's, it's a yeah. Were you uh, were you uh, uh, I was I was you know. I'll say it. I'm proud. I'm a, I'm an SJW. I'm a social justice warrior when I can. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I was. It, yeah. It's like were you one in the pit? When uh, I, uh, the, I what I, I mean is like if you saw like guys grabbing at a girl who was crowd surfing, um, you know that touching thing you were going on. I don't remember women being there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not a ton. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I definitely didn't see it. If I yeah. if there were women there, pit politics. You know, yeah. helping people up. Oh yeah, that that was definitely a thing as far as uh, response to gender roles, but like just people falling down and getting, getting. Uh, I, was, I was talking to my uh, to my mom about this the other day. The uh, like, the way that unplanned things can prepare you for crisis. Being aware of unplanned things, I think it happens with comedians on the, on stage. Is like you have to be aware and be able to play with the audience to a certain degree, or even. I was I was talking about. I was like. I, I kind of see the point of ath- athletics now because mm-hmm. like shit can go wrong and you have to figure it out on the field, like football yeah. or, or something like that. But like coming into life with that head on a swivel, head on a swivel, aware that like shit can go wrong at any time and you just have to deal with it. You got to pivot. You got to move. Yeah. You got to be ready. Yeah. And, and uh, we were talking, she's, uh, she's a nurse. She was going, she was talking about going down to Houston um, and oh. like, she has to learn all this administrative stuff because she goes down there and, Occasionally, she goes down. She knows, like, she has to learn how to requisition stuff so that yeah. people get stuff because she finds that the people that know how to requisition stuff know how to requisition stuff and aren't familiar with how to do it from like a muddy field where like people need shelter and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And the, like the adrenaline overtakes them, and that you get to that. There's a, there's a certain people I respect that know how to deal with that. That mm-hmm. like that that aren't shocked shocked yeah, by that triage. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, I mean that is a. I'm just contributing vocabulary words. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Look up triage; it's a great word, yeah. and use it in sentences. Yeah. People are really they're like, "Oh, this." this I use it. This is when I use triage in my life. It's uh, I shouldn't have taken my dog to the triage uh, clinic because uh, in my neighborhood, a lot of dogs get hit by cars and then they get first priority. No. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So you I get, get like you. you're there waiting. You're just like he's like my dog's kind of been coughing a bit. It might be candle cough. And then <laughs> someone runs in with a bloody chihuahua going, please, please, you got it. And then oh. they rush him past you. And then all of a sudden, I'm there for <laughs> three really hours. 
a triage vet. Yeah, they triage. Yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah they. Uh... That's what like it's like, and they'll have a sign. It's like we are a triage uh, pet clinic. Yeah, that means like emergencies. Right, uh, emergency. Yeah. Like I would think of it as like emergency pet clinic. Triage yeah. is like. When there's a natural disaster. Well, no, no, it says pop up tents. Yeah, no, it, it says emergency pet clinic, but it is like that's the term. Like it's like we are a triage clinic, oh, like c- catastrophic in- injury type stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the, the this uh, is just a way to let people know that they're gonna get cut in line. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> my my in uh, World War II, my grandpa was a triage doctor, so like he would go out behind the bat, like between the supporting army and the battling army, the bar- army at the front, mm-hmm. and they would bring him whatever they had person-wise and be like what do we do with this and he's like okay chop I, it off yeah 99 yeah. percent. Uh, yeah well chop it well, world war ii not one um he wasn't in no trenches <laughs> um but but it, like this guy needs to go back this guy we can do here this guy needs to be over there yeah, and not, yeah. not assessing it um I, and I, I don't i might have told you this but that that was what my grandfather was doing when they wandered into a concentration camp and then he had to to do that for everybody coming out of the concentration, Jeez. Mm. Uh, which um, was yeah, it's a bad, slowly. bad job to have. <laughs> yeah, my God. Um, um, yeah, you know, it, it's like the greatest generation uh, really. Uh, um, All right, had, beer wars have begun. The beer wars have begun. All right, so uh, I was at a liquor store in my neighborhood, and I uh, saw that there was a six pack. It was the only six pack there. Yeah, only one. There's some tall boys below that that I oh, was like, was? oh, I was gonna get those, but then I'm like, no, this is much more fun. Yeah, and so uh, this is Santa Cruz beer from Strike Brewery. Yeah, yeah, Strike Brewing Company in San Jose. So they didn't actually brew it in Santa Cruz, <laughs> but it's they're using the Santa Cruz Skateboards logo. Yes, yeah. which has become just the Santa Cruz Town logo. Well, yeah, and the I don't know, I don't know how gossipy I can get, but I. I um, Went back and lived in Santa Cruz for a while. And when I was a kid, I didn't... Uh, like. I, I remember. And who got you out of there? Yeah, thank you, Jonah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who sent you there? Yeah. <laughs> well, setting a bar on fire, mostly. <laughs> um, True story. Uh, but uh, going to, you know, uh, I, I never really... Uh, I underage drank when I was in Santa Cruz. I didn't actually, like, uh, go to bars and stuff like that. So going back and going to bars and meeting people, and I would hear stories about the family that owns this logo. Oh. And they are the the worst platonic ideal of people that own the logo of your that, – that they live on – they, like, cruise up and down going to beach parties and basically telling people, like – Hey, you need to let us in here because we own we own the the logo that's on all of your backs. Oh wow! They're just they they've <laughs> they've taken their reign and made it. Uh, they're, they're, they've been bad kings, uh, if if it were like you know, ex, ex, uh, what is it prima nocte? Like yeah, they just yeah. show up and can fuck your wife because they own. You know, you know who what families like that in uh, Hawaii is the uh, Icaos. Who are they? Uh, Eddie Icow's, because uh, oh. like, like yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's surf royalty, yeah, 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 surf royalty, and so they and they and they also you know they got Hawaiian blood, so they are like yeah. they do actually have a lot of stuff, but like there is like a there is a real like uh, it's like well the Icow's are going to be there, yeah. it's like and you know it's uh, real nutty, but apparently and like this is like a real fucked up story that just happened recently, yeah, um, uh, one of the Icow's. Uh, uh, it was either I think it was his nephew like stabbed his nephew to death uh, and then dragged him over to a tree 
Why are you checking the time? I'm because it's an awesome story, and I, I don't want. I, I'm I'm not checking the time. I'm checking to make sure I'm recording. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I don't know much of it. It's just because it's like my family has my. I have cousins uh, that are kind of related to the Icaws or kind of grew up with them and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Ooh. The bad side uh, of the cousins, the uh, the Bates, uh, the, uh, children of. And, oh, just to finish the story, stabbed his nephew to death, uh, and then dragged him over by the tree on the family property in North Shore, and then hung himself from that tree. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Not so... Oh, murder-suicide. Murder-suicide. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, the murder-suicide drop? Uh, yeah. But that's, uh, you know, that's Sweet like... Butter. That's the side of, like, it's like, you know, my, my Hawaiian side of the family, uh, you know, it's like uh, I got these cousins and their dad is... Um, is Jesse Bates, and if you uh, look up uh, Jesse James Bates, uh, oh, wow. he is a like a like one of the most famous Hawaiian criminals. Oh, uh, and he pretty much destroyed my family. Wow, um, uh, and uh, like just by being around and being like really intimidating because he's like it's um he there's a New York Magazine or New York Times article um, from like '94 when he got finally got arrested again. I remember it. Uh, because he, he had a trucking company that he was using to launder the money he was uh, selling the cocaine out of the trucks with. Uh, wow. Megan. Um, and, you know, but he was in, like, jail, like, all the time. But he's, like, it's, like, in the in the article, uh, uh, there's a, uh, uh, in, uh, a quote from an FBI agent who, like, was, like, very well aware of, like, all the things of the cases that he's been mm. with and stuff like that, that looking into the eyes of Jesse James Bates is, like, looking into the eyes of the devil. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow, um, and you, your second cousins? No, no, he was at family functions. He was uh, really. He was my dad's sister's husband. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was kind of neat. Like uh, full disclosure, my dad recently passed. I went back, hung out with a lot of my old cousins, uh, and like uh, got a lot of like you know adult scoop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it fascinating? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, getting those stories that were only like hinted at, or yeah. I, I had something with my my uncle who who passed where um this is years ago i think you might have gone i went to a movie about uh jonestown the the yeah the, uh, the every the the suicide thing and i thought i recognized somebody and i called up my mom and i said hey do i saw this woman said she was involved in the people's temple like what uh i thought i recognized her from like a party you you threw my mom was involved in social stuff in the bay area and she's like no no i i, I don't I don't know that name, but if you really want to know about it, you should, you should talk to your uncle. Cause this was something like I, she get, and I go, what do you mean? Talk to my uncle. She's like, I guess we never really talked about it and told me this, uh, this whole story about how my uncle was, uh, good friends with the congressman who died in the shooting and all of his oh, staff shoot. and came and, uh, when that happened, freaked out. And my dad, his little brother, Went to go get him and uh, stuck him in the back room of their house. And he, at that time, he was the Moscone's aide, um, the mayor of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. The next day, uh, Dan White went in and shot his boss and yeah. Harvey Oh, Milk. shit. He would have been in the room had he not Didn't freaked out up. the day before and like had to go get his brother. Shit, taken. that was all in the same week? That was all in the same week. That's crazy. And then... And he had he had all sorts of uh, he's passed on since I never talked to him about it. But he had all sorts of survivor guilt. But it, it was oh, this thing that my family had been through. Yeah, 
but they never really want to talk about it because everything is was sort of over and everything like that. Yeah. And it was, I was in my 20s before I asked this random question of my mom and she's like, you never got that story because we <laughs> yeah, were all yeah. being kid talk around you. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, uh, yeah, just, you know, pretty pretty crazy. Just yeah. when you kind of get some of that scoop. Like uh, uh, my dad's good buddy, Richard. Um, you know, we'd sometimes stop at his place to say hi when my dad picked me up from school. I wasn't his, so much of his buddy. And they were buds, but it was my dad's Coke dealer. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That you just fit, you just got that now, or you... I, I, I mean, like I knew they were probably drug buddies, yeah. but like I didn't know like yeah. that guy. And then like I was like, whatever happened to that guy? And my mom said, well, he was pretty much asked to leave Hawaii. Wow. <laughs> and uh, like it's because it's like it was just, like they knew he'd been doing it for years, but it was always so kind of mid level. Yeah. And yeah. then there was like this kind of big thing, and like someone ended up kind of like, like, and they're like, you just go, just get out of this fucking yeah. place. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I'm drinking Santa Cruz Classic Dot Blonde Ale, bottled yeah. in San Jose. And I'm drinking Maui Brewing Company Big Swell IPA. It's a big, hoppy, bold, smooth, and hoppy. Did we mention hoppy? It's pretty Yes, hoppy. you did. And I knew it by uh, even just breathing it in. It's brewed with aloha, uh, which isn't an actual ingredient. Uh, but <laughs> they, this is... Uh, that in everything yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. Uh, it's in Lahaina and... A bit too big for me. Yeah? A bit too big and wide. I, I got to say, this is a little... It's not bad. It's a little. Uh, it's only four point five percent by volume, um, yeah. which can, is not a Santa Cruz thing. I can never <laughs> taste the alcohol content of beer. You, it, it's just it's it's just darker. It's darker. It's thicker. Yeah, like it's like you know how like a, a Budweiser or a Bud Light is like crispy. Yeah, it tastes like water. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I love yeah. that crisp. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or as Paul Bonanno, uh, he he loves his beer flavored water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It's like it'll start to be, it'll start to taste thicker. Yeah. Because there's more ingredients or there's like less of a filtration process. Yeah. That, that, they don't more skim a, out as, as much. As I was trying to pick out the beer for you guys, I, <laughs> I started thinking about like, because, well, you know, they, at that craft beer place, they have all those like, oh, this is like ancient Dutch, whatever, monk beer and all this stuff. And like thinking like, oh, yeah, like in the 1500s or whatever, they were. They figured out this way to take like old fucking rotten wheat and water and whatever, and then somehow it had bubbles in it. I still don't know how you get bubbles. Well, no, in the water. bubbles didn't appear in beer until uh, young Einstein, uh, <laughs> as we've seen from the educational film starring Yahoo Sirius. I just realized I kind of thought that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like that's the that's the story at least that's gotten most play in my life. Yeah, not, not yeah, the yeah. actual story. Um, all right, let's uh, play a couple songs. We're gonna yeah. do well. Uh, you know, uh, an amazing musician, a guy I've been listening to for a very very long time. Ted Leo came out with hey. a new album recently. Uh, Ted Leo and the Pharmacist, The Hanged Man, and he worked really hard on this album for a long time. Um, I mean, this is the first album since Brutalist Bricks, I think, came out in two thousand seven or eight or something like that. I am not sure. Yeah, I think I was still working at Web Soup when his last album came out. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that was a long time ago. Um, um, those people unfamiliar with the Soup yeah, franchise. Yeah, he like crowdsourced this, right? Yeah, he crowdsourced it. He did it. Um, it's uh, you know, he's also uh, did some back. I mean, he'd made the the both album with uh, oh, yeah. Amy Mann. So that yeah. Was, yeah, that, yeah, was that Amy Mann album is also fantastic. He does some backup vocals on that. Um, mm-hmm. It's really, really great. But uh, here's a song uh, on it called uh, Used to Believe. I used to believe in someone who could never be painted for false. I was that someone. 
Okay, what you heard first off was the Ted Leo song, and then what you just heard now, if you were just tuning in on the last song, <laughs> for some reason you got real excited with that 15-second jump button. Um, that was a new track from the new Pause 7-inch uh, that just came out. Um, Pause, P-A-W-S, uh, coming uh, back to town uh, soon to you. They're on tour right now with uh, The Crips, who also put out a really great album uh, recently. And, uh, the Crips, like the gang? No, Crips, Cribs, like Cribs. The, baby, the baby thing. But that song was called Omaha, and uh, it's their follow-up from their last album that Mark Hopp has produced. Uh, realizing, I'm- oh, God. Realizing I just, it's just facts. People can look this up if they want. Just, just give them the fucking name. I don't, I, like, I don't need to be a I radio like, DJ. I like that radio DJ aspect of our show. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, playing with uh, an idea for a um, an episode because you were you were out of town, obviously, dealing, dealing with your stuff, and you were on, on the road with... Uh, MST3K. Yeah. So I, I put together a fake radio station called J- KJRY, <laughs> which was me hosting the four o'clock AM hour on the local country oh, right wing awesome. talk show. Uh, and uh, Neil was going to call in because he was promoting his book, First Friend in Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out a bit where Adam, like, somehow, oh, uh, somehow we put. Uh, we fly Adam in for the interview, but he doesn't have anything interesting yet, so no. he just got a week vacation in Hawaii. Oh man! But I figured the timing probably wasn't great on uh, great on that. I don't know. I could have used a laugh, Cash. <laughs> Thanks for being there for me and alleviating my pain. Uh, it's uh, yeah. I didn't want to you know, make make fun of the wrong thing. I, I was also I had a space for you to call in as. Uh, the Samoan guy that had a large impact on Jonah Ray's career. <laughs> I do. There are certain nights that I just, well, I was like, I want to just live stream like a radio. I just want to do it live. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I, I have that feeling too, especially connected to the music to this, where it's just like, man, I like the, the, the music, the, the chance to get to play a song and like talk over it and tell people about it and how it, is connecting to you at that particular point in your life. I yeah, I mean that's really cool. And I don't think a live thing is a bad idea. I mean, figure out the science behind it, Cash. All right. Uh, Facebook Live. Do we have a Facebook? Page? Yeah, but the audio is not gonna be good. You can't. It's like it's like you know. You 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 almost want like a satellite radio show. I kind of think about it sometimes, but then less people will be able to listen to it. <laughs> that's true. I mean, most people like you know they it's podcast world. It's yeah. like they they just pocket the stuff. But there's something kind of neat about going like, hey, we're gonna just be hanging out and playing music, yeah. and let's interact online, and let's you know, there's there's certain nights where I just you know when I'm sitting in the, on the floor in my living room watching you know uh, Oasis shows, <laughs> and then like you know, and then I'm just like fucking off on the internet. Oasis menswear. Oasis men's well. Hey, let's uh, take one of those Hawaii beers. Um, I'm digging the Cruz more, just also because it's hot and an IPA is uh, not really digging. Oh, you know that was the thing. I watched a I watched a, a set from San Francisco uh, that Pup played. You know, Pup is a great band. They're actually playing today down in San Bernardino at the High and Low Fest uh, yeah, with the guys. Uh, there's also a comedy tent that I that I was asked to be a part of, and like a lot of great comics are there, like. Cameron Esposito. I mean, so if you're hearing this next week, uh, go back in time and go to San Francisco <laughs> yeah. and go to High Low. Uh, that, that's uh, the the hard times, right? Are yeah, the connected? hard times. Like put together the comedy tent, and those guys are real funny, and they're getting better and better. Yeah. Like it's like it's real solid. I love the hard times. Maybe we'll do a little segment a little later. We'll read some hard times. Uh, oh, that'd be great. Um, you know, headlines, but uh, 
but yeah, it's like uh, I, thought, I thought about going, but like pups playing. But I was watching this pup show, and back to what we're saying about like you know the social justice warrior aspect, and mm-hmm. I like that. Where I, I mean, I don't like it, but it's it's very funny to me that it's like, what are you a social justice warrior? It's like, and people say that to someone as what, if do you it's fight an for what's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're what politically if, correct? Well, oh, no, you, I just don't think you know people should be mean to each other. Uh, oh, uh, you get inspired by every movie ever and TV yeah. show where they do the right thing? Oh, man, you don't buy into that narrative? Yeah, yeah. What's well, like, you know, if uh, if, pe- well, if wanting Nazis to get punched makes me a social justice warrior, you know, it just, so it, be it. It used to be it just meant you were an Indiana Jones fan, but now yeah. it's politicized. <laughs> Let's stop politicizing politics. Yes. Um. I uh, I follow Liam Gallagher on Twitter, and he's a real dumb guy, <laughs> and I love him. Um, we should we should put together some sort of sort of game, whether it's Liam Gallagher or David Crosby tweeting. I love David Crosby, but he like he never like tweets on his own as much as he just responds responds to people. To people. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's so great. The the did you see the one he did about the, the somebody tweeted him the marquee from like the Roxy in. Uh, this early seventies, early sixties, and it was, it was it wasn't Crosby, Stills, Nash at that point, but it was like the Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young and the Doors, and somebody wrote him and was like, "What do you think about that?" And he's like, "One of those was a really great band." <laughs> yeah, he's real. Uh, he's real. Um, like he's he knows how good of a guitar player. Like he just yeah like, yeah you know uh, he, he's on a meditation mix. I have actually. Uh, this is this is. That's David Crosby? Yeah. Wow. It's called I Swear There Was Somebody Here. Oh, creepy. From the album from 2005, If if I Could Only Remember My Name. (laughs) While we're talking about David Crosby, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up a guy who was probably mistaken for him at a lot of parties. Uh, the guy that was on Roseanne? No, I was uh, the the Walter Fe- the the guy from the Steely Dan that died this week. Oh, Walter Becker. Walter Becker. They kind of look like each other. Similar looks. Enough that oh, bald, long, shaggy hair, mustache. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and would be at a music party. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, old, yeah. old music guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like somebody's somebody's twenty two year old girlfriend in nineteen ninety seven mist- mistook the two of them. <laughs> Um, there was a weird thing I did um, when when my dad died, and Neil, back me up if you did anything like this. Like, I started looking at um, like well, other people that were that age when they died. No, oh yeah, I don't think I did. Uh, I, I kind of like it's like uh, um, Gary Shandling was a uh, year younger than my dad. He was actually going to be this. He was going to be turning the same age as uh, sixty-seven. Was my dad. <laughs> He just turned sixty-seven in July, July twenty-seven, mm-hmm. and like I, I was like, I was like, oh wow, like Gary Shandling, yeah, that's like that's you know crazy. And if I was a kid and I heard it's like sixty-seven years old, it's like wow, he lasted a long time. Mm-hmm. It's like as you get old, you're like that's as you start to know people that are getting towards that age, you're like that's not old at all. <laughs> yeah, that's no. when I told like uh, when when Dana Gould found out, and I told him how old he was. He was like he was just like he's like what the fuck? That's so young. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But like I looked up like yeah, and I it's like I was doing it. It was like a weird I got real like uh uh 
And our, our dad's dying of very different experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, yours was like a long drawn out process, and a little uh, bit, not as long as some. But yeah, it's it it, it is like uh, you know we've had friends like I think I think like Mike Mitchell's was like a long you know process, mm-hmm. uh, and I it's like and I like from talking to like you know I talked to a lot of friends who had lost dads and like uh, it's like I almost start every time I would talk to someone uh, whose dad died like over a period of time, mm-hmm. I felt almost lucky. And maybe yeah. I was just grasping yeah. at something to feel yeah. good about with the situation. It was uh, really hard for me not to tell you that you were lucky. But yeah, no, I know. Yeah. But like, I did feel that for sure because I remember how hard it was on you, and I remember yeah. you flying back and forth. Yeah. Um, you know, Joe Lynch. Like, like I heard his story about like how it's like it's like he was in the middle of a job and like he was like flying back and forth and like he didn't know when you know it's uh, yeah. Damn. and then it's like he's he might be getting better he might not be getting better yeah. um yeah that's the worst and uh, it's like and then like talking to hardwick where it's like uh you know his dad died of a heart attack and mm. it was just like yeah. out yeah um and uh so that yeah there was like a, i had a lot of that like watching like talking to people and kind of feeling feeling lucky feeling like uh you know and donald my good old buddy donald abel like he put it really well and now i'm just kind of rambling but like he like he said like he's like well if there was a time for him to go yeah it was after seeing like both of his sons get married yeah he became a grandfather yeah. uh and then you had like what is arguably going to be like one of the biggest years yeah. for your yeah. professional yeah. life yeah. and like uh he's like he's like what a way to go out yeah like yeah. the thing he loved like the you know his family he loved his family the most and like they were they're like, successful firing at all cylinders yeah yeah no and and that that is yeah, that 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 is definitely something something to it, and and yeah, I don't know that 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 idea uh, appeals to me a lot more. I I, I mean that because he was probably gonna die of cancer, like both of his parents died of cancer. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it was, and like you know, it was, and it was a constant low level anxiety for me, going like fuck, yeah. and then like you know, and then especially because like you know, when he had the stroke, he didn't die right away. Yeah, and yeah. he was just kind of like not there. Yeah, like. Uh, there was a weird thing, and I and I, I know I told Neil about it, but like it was almost kind of like clockwork, where like he would, if my mom talked, his eyes would open and look towards her, mm-hmm. and and uh, he like almost like every like you know twenty seconds or something like that or thirty seconds, like uh, the arm the arm that worked on whatever mm-hmm. side it was as you know his uh, left side uh, would like you know go up and kind of with his palm rub his temple, mm-hmm. like and then. And then with his uh, index finger, rub the bottom, like, you know, the, the bag of his eye, mm-hmm. his lower eyelid, and then back down. And it was, like, always the same amount, like, you know, that's, like, click, 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 back down. And then you put your hand in his hand, he would squeeze it. And, like, and so I really, like, I was, like, where is the neurologist? Yeah. <laughs> like, I need a uh, neurologist. Is that right? Yeah. No, that's yeah. Neuro- That's right. It's, uh, it, 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 yeah. it is, um, I, I. Prayers, prayers to Megatron. Uh, haven't lost any parents, uh, but I uh, you worship Megatron. He's uh, evil. No Megatron. Yeah, Murgatroyd. Um, Murgatroyd. Heavens, prayers to Murgatroyd. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Heavens, Heavens to, to Murgatroyd. Murgatroyd. <laughs> um, You're wrong on both ends of that. I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to avoid religion while talking about death. So let's let's just. No, that's a huge. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like like. You know, I almost kind of like when I was talking to the neurologist, wanted to be like, it's like, hey, all right, real quick, like, because they were 
I'm like, is he there? Is he there? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, and they're like, well, you know, he's, he's his body is healthy, mm-hmm. his brain. I was like, it's like, but nah, man. And I wanted to just Your be like, soul. it's like, it's like, it's like, I don't believe in a soul. I don't believe like, it's yeah. like I believe energy is yeah. only, you know, like is yeah. created, destroyed, <laughs> it just moves on. Are the electronic synapses that made up uh, Can the he idea? Understand me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And does he know who he is, where he is, yeah. who we are? Blah blah blah. And like, and they're like, well, and then they're like, no, no, it's a, that's all, that's yeah. all gone. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, so that was kind of, and then I was like, but why do his eyes open when my mom talks? And they're like, well, they've been together a very long time. Like there is like an emotional muscular memory. Yeah. You know? Well, and yeah, that, uh, what, I, what I was going to say, I, I've, I've had some friends die. Um, it went, and one of them was from cancer and it was going back and forth and it was him getting Finally, getting the, they killed the cancer. The um, cold he got after they killed the cancer killed him because his body was just so his weak. His body was so weak. Um, and, and I had another one that fell off a cliff. Aye. And um, the the cliff was hard because it was sudden. Yeah. And senseless. Yeah. And um, there, there was a. Um, and, and they had to find him too, which was like, he, he was, he was on a hike. Uh, so it took him a couple of days. And then when they found him, they're like, he fell off a cliff. He survived for like 15 minutes after that. Oh, why'd they have to say that? Well, but they said he survived sort of like your father in like this diminished capacity. Yeah. And that, that frightened me the most about the entire thing was sort of like that, that step in between is, is, is really where it's like, you see the breakdown of life versus, not life and yeah, like yeah. what do you what uh, is that the same person is that the like you really start to look at the body as a vessel yeah more so than you ever have before yeah and, and that's you know my brother uh, like you know adam like it's like you know because you go and you put your hand in his hand and he squeezes it but like so does like a toddler mm-hmm. um yeah or even like a small baby they just grab yeah, something yeah. in their hand and it's like my brother was like do you want to hold his hand and i was just i was just like no like I like it's like because then it's gonna like it's gonna make me think that he's gonna kind of go. Yeah. It's like hey, you know, and, but and, like and I I talked to him. I like I asked him over and over again. I was like, like he's not, and like they're like he's not there. He's he's gone. And there is that part of you that's so attached, and you you wanna that you can take that second to when he does grasp your hand and go like this is it it is sort of like when the tornadoes come through town and you walk through the house and it's never going to be a house again but you find the picture on the ground and you can look at that picture and go like this is what it what it is what it was yeah i'm not through it yet it's not a memory yet but i can still live in that moment and that that's what's real that that's what's really hard about it is like you can fall into that and you can want to stare at the stare at it forever and yeah. you could have let him go but or let, let it happen and nobody would have blamed you for it but it's better for you as a person that you have to take that step that goes yeah this is this is moving yeah 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 like uh you know being there was was important and like uh it was like really just surreal you yeah. know and i'm sure like you neil you said you like were with your dad in hospice and he was just pretty yeah. much but he was like unconscious right no he was awake he was just on dilated and stuff oh, okay so, like he was kind of weird yeah funny. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and, uh, i remember yeah and you fucking learn that daytime tv fucking sucks <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 
all weird hospital shows where someone's dying. Mm. <laughs> it's murder police shows. <laughs> and it's like, oh. and then like the sports channel was like, oh, deer hunting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. like just blowing uh, animals apart. I shit. never thought like, of that point of view of somebody it's, like it's all trying, shows trying to avoid sickness or death. Yeah. Oh, man. Shit, weird. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, hey, man, uh, why don't we listen to some music? Or uh, Yeah. Yeah, I, like when we like, let, it's like, you know, there was a thing because it was like, it was a few days and like it's you know it was bleak and uh, like and there was it was always odd leaving the hospital because it was just like because he was there like also okay so the second day I was there um, he went to sleep but his breathing was insanely labored like Ugh. it sounded like a machine when we was walking in I was like did they hook him up to a machine because it was just like <gasps> like really just like yeah. gasping every single time and that was like two two and a half days of that yeah. you know like and it's just but he wasn't waking up he wasn't squeezing anything you know he's just like his body was just and it, it was yeah. probably you know in my head it was just like the part of his brain that always kind of like pulled him through before the fight yeah like the like it's like he's like and his whole thing is throughout his entire life is like for my family it's everything's for my family mm-hmm. so it's like now that that part of his and like he got you know he got over a flesh-eating disease mm-hmm. he got over like a blood clot that was this like 12 inches thick the size of a fucking like Polar sausage on top of his lungs. Jesus. Like it's like it was like he got the, he made it through that. He made it through like he almost like he got blood clot in his like leg one. Uh, when I was like there was like multiple times in his yeah. life when they were like he's done, <laughs> but like he was still there in his yeah. head. So he like pulled through. Actually, the one one in his leg. The thing that complicated that the most was that he, uh, um, that he like went through withdrawals from uh, cocaine and booze. Oh really? Because like it's like you know they're like oh are you on any meds? He's like no, and so they like. So he's just in that place, like, and his body's already kind of wrecked from the clot in his leg, yeah. and his body just started just falling apart because it was just. So it's like there's been a few times when they're like, it's like, ah, uh, he's he's done, yeah, he's done, he's gone. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. And so it's like it's like I think like you know, it's like once his body, once his like you know body realized there was no brain, kind of going like it's like, hey, you gotta you gotta get it together. It's like there was yeah. just kind of like, no fun. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the stuff that had gotten him through the past. Mm-hmm. But also, it was just a massive stroke. Yeah. And they couldn't really do much. And that was the thing I was worried about. And this is getting very deep. I'm sorry. This is usually a fun time hang show. <laughs> uh, hey, but We can get deep. I've been listening to nothing but emotional hangs for the last day. <laughs> Ron Holler and Joe DeRosa's yeah. podcast. So I'm just continuing that. I'm sorry if yeah, I brought you No, down. no, no. It's, uh, but the, the one, uh, one thing that was uh, really uh, weird shit. Where was I? What was I talking about? Blood clot in the legs, survive that. Uh, Hospital. Uh, he was sleeping. Second day. Second day. Shit. I don't know. Either way, it was uh, it was real odd. It was really the whole thing was really odd, and uh, like it's like you know I can't tell right now if I'm doing incredibly well or still in shock. Because <laughs> uh, I cried. I cried a bunch. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I also had my one-on-one when he was like doing the heavy breathing, like me yeah. and my brother and uh, my cousin Kalani, who basically was kind of raised by my dad. Yeah. Uh, like you know, we all went in separately, and like it was that night that he ended up. You know, it's like you know, we all said goodbye on our own. Mm-hmm. You know, but I went in there and played him his favorite Beatles song, and you know, which was like a thing that you recommended, which was I uh, realizing like was nice for me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was uh, the whole thing was really surreal and weird and. Uh, coming back to LA where you realize that, you know, you, you do kind of live like it's different out here. It's like, you know, I came out here and I didn't really interact with a lot of my family for a long time. I would see him every once in a while. Yeah. And, uh, and so 
it's like to come back here and kind of like just click into like what I was doing anyway. Yeah. You know, I didn't talk to my parents every day. I didn't talk to like, yeah. you know, <clears throat> so it is like, you know, I'm sure it's like, it's from, and you know, Neil, I'm like motorboating. You've been dealing with it for years. Like I heard it's just like a thing. Like every once in a while you kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Flares. Yeah. It flares up and you know, stuff like that. But, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, he was a cool dude. He was on this podcast. There's an episode of him on it. Yep. Is there only one? I feel like he Maybe came two. to another one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was like that was nice. Uh, Coop, uh, Chris Cooper, like yeah. Uh, yeah. message saying <laughs> he was saying like he's like he's like, hey man, your dad was really nice and really funny. Uh, <laughs> I was glad I got to meet him. A lot I, of the guys from like you know like you know, like in America like they all like you know because they all got to meet him. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Him on, I, I gotta that. say the the God it was. Right when the baby was born. How old is that baby now? Uh, it'll in January. It's almost a year. Okay. Like December, so, January. So like spring or something like that. Your brother had you, me, Neil, uh, your wife over to his house and just had food and your folks were there and it was really awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I had a really good time and I remember leaving going like... I, like it, it, it reminded me of when I was in high school and I'd just go over to like yeah, a high school friend's yeah, yeah, yeah. house and their parents were there yeah. and they're like, hey, you staying out of trouble? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of. And they're like, yeah, don't stay out of too much trouble. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. There was, uh, yeah, it was odd. There was like- and He was on Drunk History with you? He was on Drunk History with me? <laughs> yeah, my friend Ipo uh, 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 from back in Hawaii, like, because like in one of the posts I said, I talked about how he's on Magnum P.I. and Drunk History and- and, I didn't know that Magnum and, P.I. story. It's a great story. Yeah, and then also he was in an episode of At Midnight with me. It was also my mom. Um, but then uh, like she's like, you should make an IMDb page for him. <laughs> I was like, that's a fucking great idea. Oh, and you got you to gotta use that catcher photo. Although yeah. you, you, both you and your brother posted that wedding photo, and I, I know that photo from like the wall of your house. That from is fucking since I was living in Hollywood. Yeah. That, that should be... Uh, like a stock photo for <laughs> yeah, that yeah, should yeah. be a meme. Eight, yeah. yeah, 80s party guy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so good. Uh, but there is a. I know you like your production card now. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, you know it's something uh, I'll, I'm dealing with. I'll still deal with for a while. You know, it's uh, it's uh, but like there's uh, there's there's there was beautiful parts that I took from all of it, which was that like I have really an insane like I have an amazing wife. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, like, just like hands down, like, was there to be practical for me. Like, you know, we went to like, it's like I didn't want my mom doing anything, so it's like, D and I, you know, the, you know, he died s- Sunday morning at two a.m. So Monday morning, we were at the uh, mortuary talking about, you know, doing yeah. all the stuff, and she was getting all the numbers. She looked up all the reviews, of course, and you know, <laughs> yelped it, yelped it, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was like, you know, and then also like the amount of friends I have is just it's it's staggering, and like. Uh, as you know, as much as I hate myself, uh, it, it, there's like there's a lot of people that call me a friend of theirs, and like I can <laughs> I can only assume it's because I was raised really well, yeah. And like you know that's a that's the thing that made me made me like very happy was like you know, uh, but a really weird thing, hmm. the day I found out, I was wearing my Dawn of the Dead T-shirt. <laughs> oh. oh man, yeah. Oh, that's personal. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, and then also, like, I have this feeling. I have this feeling that I want Neil's mom and my mom to now become friends. <laughs> yeah, like I want to like give like you, you. Well, my mom's definitely not going back to Florida for the winter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, like it's like I have this like because it's like in a weird way they, in a weird way they know each other. It's just like yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like you know they. 
like uh like your mom knows me mm-hmm. i know your mom uh my mom yeah. knows you you know my mom and yep. like i'm just like it's like one of those things where i'm like they should just talk on the phone or something <laughs> like that like uh and also i'm sure you same thing my mom like it's like spread out a little bit like uh like she's like personality kind of came out a bit more and, yeah you know. yeah yeah there's a there's a lot you you know you have to you have to draw on yourself, and I'm sure she's finding reserves she didn't know she had. Or yeah, hasn't. I mean, a lot of her energy went to like taking care of them all the time. Yeah. yeah, like taking care of them. There was one thing that made me like real bummed, um, and she kind of pointed it out too. It's like their bed, his side was depressed, like it was a little, it was sunken in For a little sure, bit yeah. because like he didn't ever feel like doing anything. Oh. Mm. like because he was like kind of like like you know and like yeah. i i know i i she's like do you want to go to walk no and he watched like tv all the time and he always had to be home for you know general hospital <laughs> and uh and it's just one of those things where it's like i was just like i was there you know you also i'm sure did you think a lot about a, a lot of bad stuff about your dad no what, really no god man i, I fucking Weak venting to my mom about like we both vented a bunch. Yeah, yeah. but maybe your dad was uh, probably like a more uh, put together guy than mine. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah and but he, my dad was also uh, pretty tight lipped. There wasn't a lot to object to. <laughs> oh, really? So there Damn. was that, and yeah, then yeah. it was like afterwards, I was like, why didn't he fucking talk to me more? But, yeah, I, yeah, I had I had more of that experience yeah. than uh, I, I mean, you I'd know. say force it out of him. I mean, if you can take anything from you know Paul Bonanno, like flew home like a few days after my dad died. Really? Bought a ticket and was just like, he's like, fuck. And like, his parents are a little older than our parents. Like, yeah. He's, you know, he's got old parents. But like, he like flew home to like spend time with his dad. No. And I was like, is he sick? He's just like, no, no, no. I just. Yeah, it's it, the time to do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, I, 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 I try to with my dad. Um, it sucks because it's like, it's not like you're leading up to anything. Yeah. You don't <laughs> think about it till afterwards. Like, there's a lot of stuff where like, I wanted to, like, and I asked, like, I asked my mom, I was like, did he kind of resent my success? She's like, she's like, I think so. I think a little bit. And like, it's like, yeah, it's like, cause like I never listened to what he told me to do. He yeah. told me to go to college. I didn't. He told me to try to you know, be safe. I didn't like all this stuff. Yeah. And then I ended up being like, and you know, like really successful, uh, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to, you know, someone else that hey, you know, can, comment on, you're still in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I own a house in Los Angeles. All right. Yeah. With the, uh, with the yeah. garage door on it. You know what? Let's play a couple songs. That's just, you know, what you, What everyone just heard now is less me telling the audience. Uh, <laughs> it's more just telling my friends. That, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Glad we recorded this. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That That is another odd thing that I well, wasn't really prepared for. Like those, those, like, uh, those uh, Instagram posts. I was feeling yeah. really compelled to do those. And I didn't, I'm not like, I don't want to, I didn't want to be always me. And I didn't want to publicly mourn. But like, it did feel good. Yeah. It felt good. Yeah. Being, like, it's like. Here's another really cool thing about my dad, and yeah. then having people go, "Hey, cool, cool, cool." You know, it's yeah. like, it's like there is a good side to social media. I guess there, there really yeah. is, and and connect connecting to, like, I, I'm sure if we do put this out, there's gonna be plenty of people that listen to this and go like that does because it, it just because people don't have these particular conversations in public every day, people have these conversations every day, and yeah. and uh, yeah, like I said. Too much emotional hangs I've been listening to, but it is it is a it is something that that should should be talked about, and it te- that's the thing it teaches you so much about yourself, man. Yeah. Like like learning about p- 
putting things in perspective, even if it's a new perspective or something like that, but it puts it into a new perspective and you have to pay attention to what it tells you. I really wasn't sure if I was truly like an optimist as much as I like said I kind of was mm-hmm. like, uh, but this really showed me that like, like, cause like my gut reaction was like thinking about the good in every situation. And I was like, holy shit, I, I, I think I am like, you know, I think that's why I like joking around about like being like really mean mm-hmm. or like being like shitty. Like it's mm-hmm. like, that's like, like on Hidden America. Like yeah. it's like, yeah. I think that's why I get such a kick out of it because it's so different from like how I normally feel. Well, and there, 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 there is something in, in modern comedy to that too, where it, it's, uh, I remember when, uh, the, the, like, uh, like watching Sarah back at the Ambar days and something yeah. like that. And I was really trying to analyze like, what is it about this Jewish woman telling Holocaust jokes that is so funny? Yeah. And there is there is this sort of thing that you have to understand is that like everyone's a good person and we're telling this joke is what makes it funny. Yeah. Like not that you're putting forth this negativity, yeah. but there's an understood sort of thing that's like, what if we really were this bad? Like yeah, that, yeah, what, yeah. it's it's Todd Glass says it every every. What if every I really premise. did that? What, what if, if I, I really, really did that? What yeah. if I really did that? But it's sort of this sort of underlying thing that sort of understands that like, hey, we're all human on a level. Now I'm going to make fun of how human we are. Yeah, yeah. that's a very good point. Uh, let's play some. Let's play some jams. Uh, so recently, uh, friend of the show, Ali Gertz. She's never been on, has she? No. Jeez, no. that's someone we should really have on. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Ali Gertz uh, with Casey Boyd um, put out a uh, put out a compilation called Dog Songs, uh, which is available now on Bandcamp, and all proceeds of it go to helping um, animals uh, to the ASPCA and helping animals affected by uh, Harvey and will, what will no doubt be uh, Irma, Irma as well. Uh, Jose, um, and they're all songs based off of dogs from movies and TV shows. <laughs> oh wow! It's like and it's like Ali does a song about Sam's little helper. Mark Hoppus from Blink-182, friend of the show, does a song about uh, uh, the dog from National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. You know, we'll play it, but Chantel Claret does a song about Charlie from All sure. Dogs Go to Heaven. Mike Kroll, and these are all friends of the show. These are yeah. all great songs. We're gonna, we, can, we can just do a fucking block of these, but yeah, I also urge you just go to dogsongs.bandcamp.com. Yeah, don't uh, listen to it for free here. Go buy it. Yeah, I mean, you can <laughs> listen to it for free on Bandcamp. I mean, that's how I'm accessing here. But, like, I did a song about Chopper from Stand By Me that I had Ali... Uh, do backups on which was like uh, I was really stoked on and then didn't know how to really output it so it's the quietest song on the record uh, Nerf Herder does a song uh, the Double Clicks who are great did a song um, and uh, yeah there's a there's a ton so like uh, let's listen to um, Hoppus's song uh, Not Every Dog Goes to Heaven uh, um, which is right before uh, Chantel's song which is All Dogs Go to Heaven uh, but it's um, but here's like some of the lyrics like uh uh, albatross from our cousin Eddie <laughs> tied you up to the car behind me. You could not keep up. <laughs> so uh, this is Mark Hoppus doing Not Every Dog Goes to Heaven. On Jonah Radio, live. Ultimate cock block. I'm a 
lost with my cousin Eddie Tied you up to the car but I knew you could not keep up You could not keep up Not every dog goes to heaven Thinking you're such a fucking drag Sometimes you just have it coming 80's Chevy Chase was rad Dr. Phoenix, explain this, you son of a bitch Family on a quest Left a body on Norma's front yard Well, I'll be whistling, dude, the biggest hole in the West Biggest hole in the West Not every dog goes to heaven Thinking you're such a fucking drag Sometimes you just have it coming 80's Chevy Chase was right 80's Chevy Chase was right
Um, all right, so that was, uh, yeah, that was three nice. tracks from uh, Dog Songs. Go to dogsongs.bandcamp.com. Uh, you know, it's it's a cheap album. You could all the proceeds uh, are going to and like you you got you know Mark. This is like a compilation Blink One Eight Two for the, for the most part. And Mike Kroll, Chantel, a nerd nerd. You know, Mike Kroll's was the second song after Mark's played, and that was uh, Beethoven. You know, that's a uh, you know why do you have to go and slobber on everything? I mean, come on, this, these are great. It's classic blues. Nerf Herder did a, a one about Princess, which was Carrie Fisher's dog. Um, there's one about the dog from Frasier. Ooh, Eddie. Um, double clicks to Clifford, uh, the big red dog. Uh, Toto, Scooby-Doo. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Lucia Fasano, or Lucia Fasano, um, who this one was uh, produced, this song was produced by a uh, friend of the show, Hutch from the Thermals. Oh, mm-hmm. Hutch Harris. And, uh, and the singer of uh, the um, uh, Summer Cannibals. And uh, that song is uh, about the "This Is Fine" meme dog, like the that you know the comic with the dog with the mug and the top hat with the fire going. This is fine. Oh, okay, it's like that's the that's the. <laughs> I kind of want to just do this as a career now. It's just fine <laughs> themed, like. F- what is that? They're famous dogs. They're not all fictional, right? Because Carrie Fisher's dog. That's the yeah. only real dog, I believe. Do you think? Do you think maybe they 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 got the song and were like, oh, you guys. Like yeah, you, they fucked it. Look, they fucked it up. It's a good song, but it's about a real dog. Can we yeah. re, like can there you was, redo it? Uh, can um, you make this about? And and then the last song was uh, the, the song I did with uh, Ali Gertz doing backup vocals. Um, that was called uh, "Sick Balls," um, <laughs> about this dog Chopper. Which uh, the lyrics I did it kind of in the and I did it in the perspective of Chopper, and the lyrics are: I was born uh, in a trash heap. All I wanted was a loving home. Milo Pressman commands me. He was the guy that ran the yeah you know, the trash yard. Uh, I just do what I am told. My reputation precedes me oh. to sick balls, sick balls, <laughs> and I just got to you know say sick balls and have. Uh, so I have it written down as sick balls, open parentheses for chopper close parentheses. You know what? The way I actually I was kind of bummed that they didn't put it the way I wanted, which was because uh, in the beginning I'm just it's it's me going see. H O P. So I did it like C H O P P E R, and then in parentheses, sick balls. <laughs> but do it how you want, Allie Gertz. So we'll have you on the show very soon. You know, she might be a good one to do a live show with. Yeah. Because she does all those solo acoustic songs. Yeah. And they're all kind of funny and sweet. Uh, maybe we'll do that. That might be fun. We should do a, we good should do a live show Cosby somewhere. Cosby sweater. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. She, had to ch- she used to be known as the Cosby sweater. And then she before that was it. a yeah. Uh, now she's uh, for a sleeper hold. Yeah. Now she's uh, <laughs> now she's known as at Louis C K Vest. Now, <laughs> well, Woody Allen re- jumper. <laughs> In fairness, that was a reference to High Fidelity and not Bill Cosby himself. Cosby sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. To be fair, uh, here's a tweet from Liam Gallagher. Uh, <laughs> Drop the theme. Yeah. Shut up, dummy. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, uh, I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna get to you all in good time. Trust me, as you were LGX. Okay, so he does a weird. He does weird, like just kind of like shouts out stuff. Um, <laughs> um God, Jesus, so I've, he's been to the geezer who writes for the Telegraph. His name's Amy. It's Navy, as in dark blue. Next time you review a gig, don't just use Google. <laughs> Oh man, that guy still reads clippings. Yeah. 
Right to the cunt who robbed my shades backstage at Reading. I hope you die, you cunt. I guess it's karma for stealing the show. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently you're not allowed to swear now in Leeds. Stop the world. I'm getting the fuck off. As you fucking were, you fucking cunts, slags, twats. That seems... Wait, what did he say about that Navy guy? Um, No, I think he misquoted him. Yeah. Oh. Motherfucking Google it, dog. Yeah, hey. Leads, you're as soppy as me, Wonderwall, as far as I'm concerned, was up there, if not better than any Oasis gig. Oh, buddy. What does soppy mean? I don't know. What? Yeah. You're awesome. Is it bad? (laughs) Yeah. He's just, uh, it's, you know, we should have uh, Nolan. We have, to, we have to have Nolan on to talk about Oasis. He's the guy that I can talk about Oasis with. Really? He's a, he's, he loves Oasis. Weird. Yeah. He's, he's a big fan. Big, big, big fan. Um, God, it is so good. Oh, no, I saw it. Isn't it so good? Yeah. I know well, you saw the first one. No, no, no. I watched. I watched oh, we, went, we went Thursday. No, I. I uh, my girlfriend is. Apparently, that was the thing when, when she was a kid. Like, her mom has very. Her mom has read the book 40 times. Oh, She's shit. read it eight. So she showed me the original last week, which... Um, oh, you never saw it? I'd, I'd never seen it before. It yeah. was... Of its time. Yes. It was a really, really good like movie of the week. Like that, no, that, it, and it was a movie of the week. And, it was and a that, TV movie. It, it, it feels like the... the tra- the like. There's a lot of crane shots in it, and they're like... They're so well done that it's like, oh, this guy did like the pull-offs on the Full House. Like, it, yeah. it feel, it's such a product of ABC Television from mm-hmm. 1989. When was it? Um, uh, it was 90, I believe. 90. And and Seth Green were you watching there? like a tape of it with the commercials and everything? No, no, no. This was uh, the DVD version, but it was still mm-hmm. like four three and yeah. uh, like and and kind of it it. You know how the, when you watch the SD stuff in HD, even if they've done the HD up-res, it's sort of like, oh man, it looks like it looks like they're wearing makeup, and it looks like yeah, yeah. yeah like it, it's just so that didn't help it, but um, the frame rates all screwy. Yeah, it was I, that did kick me off into watching. I watched the Langoliers oh, on yeah. YouTube because I was just like, I want some TV King made uh, Stephen King made for TV movie stuff. And, Langoliers, uh, you got uh, Tommy Knockers. Oh, I gotta get Tommy Knockers. I just bought the the stand at Amoeba yesterday. Um, stand, Sinise, right in the stand? I don't know. Uh, it, it it was one of it's li- it's literally the stand, the Langoliers, and a miniseries I've never heard of based on Stephen King stuff. That's the. Oh yeah. Oh. And I was even reading like that 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 miniseries set precedent for a lot of things on TV. Like, there's a bloody note in... Uh, like, there's a note that they find that's covered in blood, and they weren't allowed to do that before that, but because it was for the stand, they were allowed to oh, show wow. blood. blood. This uh, I worked with stupid S&P things for so long, and yeah. this was like... A, standards like, and practices. Standards and practices. <laughs> um, but, like, getting... Th- this was like a benchmark. You're like, oh, they did an it, so we're not, we're allowed to do it. Um, but yeah, the movie movie came out really really well, and I hear I hear you're um, you're you're campaigning. Yeah, I'm, I'm campaigning to be uh, uh, adult Richie Tozer in Chapter Two. 
you, <laughs> it'll right. most likely go to um, Bill Hader because Bill Hader looks a lot more like the kid and can do a ton of different voices. And the kid asked for Bill Hader. Did he really? Yeah. That he, that, fucking fucking kid. I did. I did an interview. I'm following him now. <laughs> I did an interview with all those kids at, at Comic Con this year, and that was the question everybody asked him was like, they're 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 obviously if they do a part two, who do you want? The girl said Jessica Chastain, which I don't think would be bad. I yeah, was yeah. I was thinking um, niche. Huh? Amy Adams, I thought. Uh, I was thinking, uh, what's her name from Mad Men? Christina Hendricks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but Bill Hader was mentioned. I think John Favreau was mentioned as uh, the... Oh, as the... As the, the no, bulky kid. Uh, I mean... He's too old now. Too old now, but also like it's like the whole thing is that the kid ends up being skinny, right? Yeah. Like he, he loses all the... Man, seeing that kid's nipples... Man, my nipples were like that. Yeah, my Also, it has... Um, <laughs> yeah, in the, yeah the, 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 the shirt... I, I even you know sitting in the theater, I was like, that kid, like, that kid's going to talk about this moment in therapy, like people seeing his nipples yeah. being that age and just like, yeah, give, no, give him a I, white I t-shirt. There's a fat kid in it, and there's like, there like when they all go swimming in a quarry, which I really... It's like, it, in my, I never read the book, but do they go swimming in the quarry in the book? I believe they do. I haven't read the book. Because I wanted it so badly just to be a reference to uh, Breaking Away. Well, it might have been. Or it slint. was like It was in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stephen King. Yeah. Big, what, big slint head. Um, yeah. The, the whole thing the about the, the roller coaster. <laughs> um, the, uh, the one thing that's not in either of the, t- the TV or the movie adaptation that is, is a thing. Yeah, the orgy. The orgy. But it's not an orgy, right? She just takes them separately and has sex with them, right? She, yeah. But the the whole idea is that the, I guess they they go and confront Pennywise in the sewers. Spoiler alert! Um, but then they get lost. Yeah, and then they defeat him, and then they're coming out, and the idea is they're stuck in childhood, so they need to move to adulthood in order to get get out. You know how her father can't see the blood? Yeah, yeah. It's because he's sort of an adult and has yeah. this different view of things. So like. They're trapped in Pennywise's world until they can shift their mindset, and she's like, "Obviously, that's going to be a gangbang. So you need to you need <laughs> to fuck me before we leave." I mean, it was her idea in the, sc- in the book? <laughs> it right? was, and, and uh, I was actually looking it up today, and there's it wasn't a st- the nipples kids idea, was it? There, man, <laughs> dude, you'd love this. I laughed so hard, and I was the only one in the Vista Theater that night laughing this hard. But like when um, the bullies, who were great, they oh like, yeah, because like in the original, like they're like greaser guys because it's the 50s since the 80s. It's like a dude wearing a fucking metallic shirt, dude with a mullet, like fucking. It was great, 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 great. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, but like it's like. When like the fat kid starts to like go, like he, the guy goes, "Hey, tits!" and I was just like, "Oh, tits!" It's so simple and so great. Yeah, yeah, it really was. That that was Wait, a big laugh line in my theater. What's, uh, noticeable about his nipples. Oh, oh they're um, just... so they're puffy, but then the middle of them, like the very tip of the nip, uh-huh. uh, it's like it, inverted. It's inverted. A little... That's what happened. Oh, okay. to, that's what happened to me when I started. Um, when I started like bulking out. Yeah, I yeah. remember. I literally remember. Like uh, being at the, frankly, this at is the still pool with still my brother and being and like we were both like, what's what is happening here? Because <laughs> we're you know we're young, we're just like, what's happening? Like, what is going on with my body that it keeps on getting so big? Uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, orgy. No, but I uh, child orgy. Uh, touch it, touch it, people in mosh pits. I, I like the that. orgy. Did you guys? Did you guys read up on that orgy? Oh, uh, did you guys read up about the orgy and the can't they can't come into adulthood? <laughs> I think you would be a great Richie. Thank you. Beep beep um, Richie. Beep beep.
so yeah, hashtag beep beep Jono. Let's get this campaign started, y'all. Um, it's not going to happen. It won't happen. Well, I, I, I can see why they would take advantage of it. Like, well, here's the thing. Look, uh, look at the movie as it is. Even the adult parts, there's no fucking stars. So for the sequel, they'd go for no fucking stars too. And then hey, that's you. Your TV good, dude had, don't have any movie features. That's a good point. Yeah. You, Bill they, Hader would be too distracting. Exactly. Yeah. Jonah Ray fucks for TV money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Internet TV money. <laughs> Third tier cable channel. Streaming service. Yeah, that, that, that kid from Stranger Things, that's just a Netflix thing. I like mean, that's the, is but just that's the whole joke. No, I'm on a Netflix show too. Oh, that's true. So that's, we should keep with the Netflix theme. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, stay the same. Why are we doing this on a Saturday? Your agent needs to be doing this on a Friday. <laughs> Why aren't I at the Emmys now just trying to make my fucking state? Oh, you're, it's loser Emmys tonight. It's the ones that Cash was nominated for. Uh, what do you... Oh, it's I've technical Emmys. It's Emmy. too... Yeah, no, oh, yeah? I know. You really cool. drag us... You, you well, kind of drag weird. us down. I really I really thought two of us the hype of the Mr. Theater would like at least garner like, you know, writing. It's too late in the season. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think other shows... Got it that we came out around the same time. Well, no, you came out in like May. Bill Nye was nominated. He came. They out. were nominated for that shit last year, right? No, their show came out like a no. week before ours. Which one? Bill Nye saves the world came out a week oh. before our show. And it's and when I was is working it on the second for? season in July. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought you were working on this season. No, I was working on the next season. You're working no. on the next season for a month. Yeah. The, I worked on the, another show. That BoJack season you kind of worked on is coming out. No, it that's just already came out. out. That already came out. Yeah, I've been watching that show. It's so good. That, that came out last year. I think I'm still stuck in the middle one and a half. I don't know why I stopped. I love it. I've been, well, because I got sick, and then I've also kind of been refusing to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the so BoJack I've, episode I worked on came out last year. Hmm. Oh, yeah. They're one beyond me now. So um, it's it's this this BoJack's been a horseman. You worked on it. Is it about his football career or is it about his baseball career? This coming up song right now is the Cribs. Uh, we uh, we're gonna just glaze over the Bo Jackson <laughs> joke that Bo Jackson cash. Horseman. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm gonna tweet that to Lisa and she's gonna ignore me. Yeah. Uh, so the Cribs, uh, they've been around for a bit. Uh, actually, I think one of the first um, the first uh, European tour that. Uh, Giant Drag went on was opening up for the Cribs. Oh no shit! Yeah, uh, I think I saw the Cribs at Spaceland probably like in two thousand five or six or four. Back when it was Spaceland. Yeah, uh, but they have a new album out and they are on the road right now with Pause. Uh, and this is like a double bill that's just fantastic, and I can't wait to see it. I really highly recommend it. Uh, but this is a uh, this is a uh, their their album's called Twenty Four Seven Rockstar Shit. <laughs> and um, I'm trying to remember which song I really really like, but I'm just gonna I'll play the first track. It's called Give Good Time.
wrong, Kyle? Man, these kids, man, talking shit, making me feel bad. Man, fuck them kids, bro. L look around, bro. Look at life. Man, you're right. Man, you see, you see these fine bitches over here? Yeah, You see these trees, man? You see this water? I guess it is okay. Come on, man. You got so much more to appreciate, man. Man, you know what? You're right. You're damn right I'm right. I can't remember the time I was goddamn wrong. Man, thanks, little boat. Hey, man. That's what I'm here for. I ain't been getting high Well, maybe a little, baby, I don't wanna lie I know when you text me, girl, I don't always reply Well, you're not an angel either, you can't even fly I know this, you think that you know shit All this shade that's coming at me, I wonder who throws it They can't see the vision, boy, they must be out of focus That's a real hot album, homie, I wonder who wrote it Oh, shit, oh, take, pray them niggas go away Always sell the clowns around, it look like circus so late. This is not the album either, these are just the throwaways This shit's still so cold when it drops, it's gonna be a motherfucking snow day Hey, boy, it's good and he knows it, he don't say it, he shows it I'm just like DeRozan, if I shoot it, it goes in I'm in Cali just coasting, get him so I think he coasters I got a selfie with Oprah, I just ain't ever posted And I'm in my happy place posted, I ain't frowned since 06 I ain't cried since 01, my bad like six flags in your house is no fun You can come back to mind though, you're Brandon Cupid is fine though We gon' end on a high note I spy with my little eye A girly I can get cause she don't get too many likes A curly headed cutie I could turn into my wife Wait that means forever ever hold up never mind Oh I, I spy with my little eye A girly I can get cause she don't get too many likes A curly headed cutie I could turn into my wife Wait, that means forever, ever, or never mind. Oh, I, I spy with my little light. I spy, I spy with my little light. Oh, I, I spy with my little light. I spy, I spy with my little light. She said she's 21, I might have to ID that All my bitches come in pairs like balls in my nutsack I remember riding around the city in a hatchback Looking for a problem with my young goblins I'ma send them out of home with a neck throbbing I done made so much money that it's non-stopping Got my brothers on my back like the last name I remember telling everyone I couldn't be tamed Whoa, six months later I had stamped and now I'm in the game Went from fake chains to diamonds I can get cause she don't get too many likes A curly headed cutie I could turn into my wife Wait that means forever ever hold up never mind Oh I, I spy with my little eye A girly I can get cause she don't get too many likes A curly headed cutie I could turn into my wife Wait that means forever ever hold up never mind Oh I, I spy with my little eye I spy I spy with my little eye Oh, I, I spy with my little eye I spy, I spy with my little eye Oh, I...
I Spy, the first song we played, I Spy, featuring Lil Yachty from uh, Kyle. Uh, Hampton Yunt showed me that song. Uh, I find it very fun. Um, and and it, it, one of my favorite lines is, uh, it's the chorus, is, uh, I, uh, I spy with my little lie, a cutie I can get because she don't get too many likes. <laughs> it's, just like, it's like, it's just a new millennial take wow. on an old misogynistic idea of getting someone with low self-esteem congratulations on enjoying uh something that makes you feel old that will be the last time it ever happens for the rest of your life yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, and then after that was a um raw unmixed um uh uh, demo from pressers uh my band with denver dally you have a band i have a band um yeah, the uh, uh, Denver Dally from uh, Desaparecidos and, of course, Harmar. Uh, Desaparecidos. And, um, and he plays with Bright Eyes and Harmar. 
and he's, uh, he's actually playing a couple songs with the Afghan Wigs oh. on that tour they're doing right now. He's very excited about that. And of course, uh, Cody Vitalato from the Blood Brothers and um, Jaguar Love um, and Headwound City, all bands that we've played on here before. That's me on the drums and them playing it. And that's, uh, yeah, that's just an unmixed thing we record or we're still trying to figure out what to do with it. And, I liked it a lot. It's called Boring. The song was called Boring. The band's called Pressers. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm stoked is, on it. It's is, fun. Is that like a... Like a weird, like indie rock hip hop brag. Like we press our shit. Like it goes on vinyl. I don't know, man. By the time it's like Cody wouldn't make his decision. Yeah, like about what we like. We had so many cool names. Like you know, one of them actually was like Ray Brower. Like it was just, just <laughs> you know, like and like it's like and he's just like and me and Denver were stoked on. Denver came up with it. Surprisingly, not me. Um, <laughs> and and then like he's he's like no, I don't want, like I don't want to be a reference like. And then, like, it's like Denver just, like, nonstop. I would be opposed to it because people would think, like, who's this guy, Ray Brower? Well, that's, I mean, that's, it, but that's cares? okay. That's a, it, it's a side project for all of us. But also, like, I'm probably a little bit predisposed to not go see a solo artist. Oh, good point. Yeah. I don't know. Ray Brower sounds like a soul man. Like, like, oh, I'm going to Soul Man, like the 90s sitcom starring. Yeah, the guy taking the pills. So he. No, no, that's the 80s movie. The 90s sitcom. No, sorry. Yes, it was called Soul Man, right? It was the Dan Dan Aykroyd as a a motorcycle driving rock and roll priest. Oh, man. Remember when he needed money? (laughs) Man, you know what? As a guy that almost. Uh, almost got a career off of a Dan Aykroyd being shitty joke. Um, <laughs> that was a, that was such a great joke. I remember my parents were in my apartment when I came up with it. Oh really? Uh, we were we were there in my apartment in Hollywood. Wait, uh, hold on, just just for the podcast audience, do the joke. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna like lead. It's okay, lead to bury okay. the joke. And so we're there, and Leno's on the TV. Um, Jay Leno. He Jay used to Leno. Be the Tonight Show. And uh, and then so the musical guest was uh, Dan Aykroyd and Jim Belushi. And oh. from the oh, doing a boy. song from their album, uh, Briefcase Full of Blues, mm-hmm. uh, and it was uh, Blues Brothers 2000. It was, but it, yeah, no, bru- bru- brief, after that, Briefcase right? Full of Blues was the it's the album that they cut at the Universal Amphitheater, but it was right after it was like the movie came out, Blues Brothers Fever Swept the Nation in '80, <laughs> and they did a live tour, and then they they recorded Briefcase Full of Blues. It's Look, so that's the. If you really want to look at the Blues Wait, Brothers band, there's no, a really good band. No, no, there's Jim a good Belushi. band. No, Jim Belushi. This is a Jim Belushi and. This Dan is after Aykroyd. Blues Brothers 2000. So this is like past Dan. Uh, what's his name? Dan from Roseanne. Um, yeah, this is after Blues Brothers 2000. Wow, Jesus Christ, that's a while. Like, uh, why are you still? You you just ran it into the ground. Well, you know what they were. They were a. a, a a corporate booking property. Oh yeah. No, my, I, my mom booked them to play a software conference in Las Vegas, and they paid them like love will travel hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, that I knew a dude. He was a boom op when I knew him, but he had spent like four years working for Universal Studios Florida as Elwood because he could play the harmonica and he was tall. And they're like perfect, and he was yeah. making eighty thousand dollars a year in. 1998 as yeah oh that's just, good in 1998 yeah money. it is <laughs> it's great always you know i can't find it but it was like a terrible performance um oh on the tonight show yeah um maybe this album's not even on it might be one of those things where they're like you know what that didn't go so well let's not put it up <laughs> on the internet it's not showing up on itunes dang
Oh, the album. Love, yeah. Will travel. Wait, it's not Rubber Biscuit, is it? So here's. Uh, you find something? Oh yeah, here it's on YouTube. Um, is this it? Dun, do, do, dun, yep. Do, 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 do. Big Man, Big Music was also here. Wow. How much do you like? It's very obvious that. How close do you think Aykroyd and Jim Belushi are? Like, not. I don't know. How close are you guys and my brother? We used to do a podcast together. <laughs> Yeah, so this is um, Belushi. It says Belushi, Ackroyd, Have Love, Will Travel, Big Men, Big Music. And if you look at the cover, it's like, you know, two really rich guys uh, handed uh, brand new leather jackets and white T-shirts. And, um, you know, Ackroyd has the facial expression of someone that's trying not to cry because he's not next to his really good friend. Um, but anyway, so they were playing that song on Jay Leno and it's Jay Leno, it's bad and it's whatever. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's great music and it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was just like, man. Are you sure? <laughs> but I was just like, man, it's like, I used to love Dan Aykroyd so much. Uh-huh. It's like, uh, I mean, like, and then like, uh, I, and I, and so the joke I would do is just like, it's like, you know, it's in Hollywood. You, it's so crazy because you can run into celebrities. And the other day I ran into Dan Aykroyd and I was so excited because, you know, like SNL and like Blues Brothers. Uh, it's like, it's just such a huge thing. Ghostbusters. Um, but uh, he got angry at me when I asked for his autograph. And I think it's because I asked him to sign it, the old Dan Aykroyd. Uh, <laughs> don't got a time machine, got to do it that way. Um, because I think it, the first time you told it that I heard it, I was most impressed that you added the detail. I was at an ATM and I ran into Dan Did Aykroyd. I say ATM? Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, because then you're like momentarily distracted by like, Wow, Dan Aykroyd goes to ATMs. Yeah, why wouldn't he? Yeah, that I don't, makes sense. I don't think you're. you're I absolutely. This is like. So I remember, I, I was like, did I try to do it as an anecdotal thing? Like, yeah. Well, you it is an it. I ran into him and I asked. Why would I say an ATM? Just for a location. This is and like, I was just uh, impressed because like of joke science, like it's a good misdirect where it pauses people for a little second. Where you can set them up and punch well, them. it was unintentional and never made it on the album. Okay, well, uh, you should have done it that way. I, I, <laughs> this is like watching just because I know that you were doing that joke when we all met. This is like watching a married couple that's been married for four years <laughs> uh, finding out the husband story. was like, I heard there was this easy girl at the bar, yeah. and I just I had to go introduce myself. You know, but it's like, and that you know, it it's a. It, it's an old joke. It is an old joke. It's an old joke at this point. <laughs> it's an it's, old joke, which means Dan Arkert is twice old. Yeah, it's. Uh, but he's really awesome. I was watching. Uh, he was. He was so great in, um, Gross Point Blank. Um, oh yeah. Um, but and but like thing is, it's a uh, he. It's a it's an old it's an old joke I had and but it and it's maybe not that funny but at the time it like like people like yeah. mentioned it people mentioned it to me and I remember like it was like uh, a few weeks after the first time I did it at. Uh, M Bar, which was the show that would become comedy Death Ray, then comedy Bang Bang, um, but like it was a couple of weeks later, and I was at a show at the t- uh, the doing the Tomorrow Show, and Sarah Silverman was like, "It's like, hey, 
uh, you're Jonah, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I really like your Dan Aykroyd joke. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. And then she said, why'd you drop the ATM part? No, 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 no. She said, she's like, I think you should drop the ATM part. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, I don't even know. You, you know what I was thinking about the other day was um, one of my favorite bits you've ever done. Um, but hearing, hold on, I gotta draw for this. Other people talk about it. I remember hearing. I think it was Neil Zerdorf and another comic talking about your cocaine bit. How it was like it's a f- really funny story. It's really true, but it's also got sound effects in it. Like you oh, yeah, doing, yeah. you doing, the, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and them being like, it, like Neil was saying, like joke scientists. They're like, it's so great in that it's true and it has sound effects, so you get to <laughs> wow. do like both of them. Wow. And it's like it's a great, great like comic bit. Like wow, knowing that you can manipulate the audience both ways. Wow, I I'm would really never really expect anyone to talk about well. anything I did, but that's kind that, of that cocaine bit was it that was, was a, fantastic. I really, I really like that bit. Uh, available now on This Is Crazy Mixed Up Plumbing. Mm-hmm. Seven inches put out. Nerdist News. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, next week I'm gonna do the Nerdist podcast on next week. Oh yeah, I'm gonna like I see him on the calendar. I'm able to make it. I'm gonna go. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, does Chris know? No, I was gonna let him know. Me and Chris are gonna go see. Um, uh, he's bringing me with him to go see uh, um, Tears for Fears and Hall and Oates. Wow. Is he introducing oh, them? No, no, no. <laughs> he said he can introduce me to like the guys from Cheers for Fears because he's met them a couple times now. Nice. They, like they did Bonnaroo and then some other festival and like, oh, funny. And he like watched them. Um, but I was just like, I was like, I don't think I'd get anything out of it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I mean, sorry. I are you think? Are, are you thinking of Jimmy Pardo, not Jonah Ray? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that is it for this episode of. Uh, oh, kneeled it again. If, you know, if anything, Neil did not kneel it today oh, i did pretty good God. i don't know sorry now i was you're... crying the whole time i know i'm sorry i didn't mean to bring up dad stuff i'm gonna go home and listen to repeater <laughs> <laughs> matt pryor Nailed it. um god so yeah I'd, I'd be interested in trying to i know we say this every single time but we i'd be interested in trying to keep this up yeah pretty regularly yeah now I, that none I, of us are working shout out to my so- friend <laughs> yeah i know i'm, I'm not working <laughs> None of us are really working. Nope. Yep. Um, so it's a good time to do a pod. Shout out to my friend Kevin uh, in Hawaii. He says he listens to the podcast, and I really appreciate that. You never let me know no, until no, I saw no. you at the bar in Hawaii. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hey, um, my, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my assistant on my job that I just left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he just mouthed, uh, got fired. Conscious uncoupling. Yeah, we did conscious uncoupling. Uh, yeah, when uh, I was walking out, <laughs> doing the walk of shame, and I was like saying goodbye to everyone, uh, my assistant uh, George was like, "Hey, I just want to let you know, like I I knew of you before this, and uh, I really like Jonarito." So. Oh, that's really cool. Hey, yeah. shout we out. We try to do our best. We you know we we got we've been doing them during the day, so we haven't been able to get as drunk and surly as I'd no. like. No, no, we really haven't. That's every time some people like you know I like there was a bunch of people on the tour. Uh, when we're doing the meet and greet saying like, hey, like I really love Jonah Radio. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like it's I forgot to tell you guys like a lot of people on the tour like it's like, it's like hey, like they would always like it was very nice because you know they're meeting Joel Hodgson, which yeah. is like you know huge. Yeah. Um and I would always appreciate it if I got anything. Yeah. You know. Um <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of like it's like Joel, it's an honor to meet you. Uh hey, good job this past season. Uh, like yeah, you know, yeah. I, I take I'll take anything. Yeah, yeah he's a legend. This yeah, next to a legend, yeah. Maybe yeah. you'll be back for the next one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe we'll see. 
Um, but then, like, it would always, like, it would be, like, people would always be sure to, like, it's like, really like Hit America. Uh, oh, or, that's and, awesome. like, it's like, or it's like, it's like, hey, uh, big Jonah Radio fan or big Jonah Radio listener. And, you know, it's, well, we uh, got to translate in that t shirt buyers. Yeah. <laughs> we got to figure out a way for cash to make a living off of this podcast. Uh, I make a living off of the government. Thank you very much. <laughs> Any little bit of money would just mess that up. Yeah, yeah. If you guys um, want to like leave cash around my front yard, that's fine. But anything I gotta tell cash, them. What if uh, we do like Easter egg hunts with uh, tips for cash? <laughs> Not comfortable with how quickly I moved into the atom roll as soon as it was vacated. Uh, well, every every podcast needs an atom. Oh, that's really uh, and, true. And the dynamic of the Nerdist podcast was always uh, Matt and I arguing who was that. <laughs> um, what do we got? What are we going out with? I'm you know, glad I'm just out of contention. Yeah, the soundboard deal was like. Yeah, yeah, you my, really lucked out with that. Yeah, I got to figure out what I want to play at the end of this fucking. Oh, you know episode. what we haven't done for a month? A Jonah Radio. So I need to announce Comrade Detective as my favorite thing in the world. Oh yeah, watch it's on Conrad, Amazon Prime. Conrad. Oh yeah, you. Should. I worked on it. It's the, probably I don't know. As you grow older, every new thing that you like is your favorite thing. And it's the favorite thing I've ever done. I'm still please watch of comedians it. Comedians of comedy, Comrade Detective, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. It's great. Six episodes. You can do it in one sitting. It's fucking phenomenal. You don't need to know anything else. Watch comedians of comedy too. I I, I really like. <laughs> yeah, that. we that did that like twenty a, years ago. That was <laughs> fifteen. Pretty good. Still good. It still holds up. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it does still hold up. It's just about different people now. Yeah. Yeah. Go see a um, go see a live show too. Do, go, do me a favor if you're if you're out there if you don't go have anything, watch do, live things. Go watch live things. I don't care if it's a comedy or a you know if if you're in a really small town, go watch dog shit in a goddamn yard and applaud. Yeah, actually, here that's one. what we'll that's what we'll uh, play. Uh, we're gonna play a song off the new a giant dog album. Ooh, uh, a giant wow. dog shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is a song called Getaway. By a giant dog, uh, and then that'll do it for us. Unless, sorry like, about the first episode. Yeah, unless, unless we're still chatting as the song ends, and I think of another song, we'll just play it. Okay. And then it's up to you to try and figure out what it is. Oh, mystery song! I like that. Mm. Seven, six, five, four. Goodbye, everybody. Three, two, one.
You ready, fellas? Let's try one. The Gallifrey Cruisers and the Dudes of Iraqis, they all leave us alone, cause they know what the facts is. Got a four fusion chambers and a tachyon pool, and a cherry pair of flux sealers keeping it cool. On the Kessel Run, yeah, nobody, nobody can touch her. Let me be the Picard, do your Beverly Crusher. The gangway's extended, and we're ready to go. Won't you come along, baby, in my UFO? Surely no danger getting in a stranger's UFO. Like a kitty cat, but rides like an ace. Serenity and slave one can't keep the pace. Wheatley, Stryber, and Ranieri gonna join in the race. Yeah, my UFO's the coolest GTO in space. From Altair 4 to New San Francisco, we catching gamma rays. In my flying disco, bring your pointy gun thingy. And Tom and Crow. Yeah, we come along, baby, in my UFO. Batubarada, Nanu, Nanu, make it so. And climb into the side of a complete stranger's UFO. Don't do it. Don't do it. What a mistake. Don't do it. No.